United States of Oklahoma with Josh Delaney. I am Delaney podcasting on live from the corner of Maine and Robinson in downtown Oklahoma City around the corner from Sheridan Avenue. And it's not really Sheridan, Sheridan Avenue unless there's a road close sign. Um, in all my years here in Oklahoma City, um, you know, it's uh, that's what we do here. And uh, to my right, <laughs> from parts unknown. Weighing in at 195 pounds, 92, three of which is chest hair. <laughs> <laughs> a man who has been in the uh, hospitality biz uh, for more than 20 years, uh, bars, restaurants, and all around our fair uh, city here. Welcome to the show, Mr. Hospitality. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know if that uh, fits me. <clears throat> Just call me Hank. <laughs> <laughs> so... I heard you doofus it up on the way down here and couldn't find a parking space, even though you work like a mile away. Ah, uh, well, I should have just walked. <laughs> that was that Uber trip. Uh, it was. It was nice. A very nice old man. Yeah. Yeah. Retiree, I think. What kind of car was he driving? Uh, it was a GMC Sierra. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Did you give him a good uh, rating? I don't. I don't rate normally. I guess I have to hit a five star every time. I don't say. Yeah. I'm not here to ruin someone's life. I'm not Yelp. <laughs> <laughs> I was uh, lubed up so much about a year and a half ago. Ah, do I want to know this? I ended up, uh, I just wanted to go get a pizza at about one in the morning. Oh, God. And the Uber trip started, uh, uh, I live like just north of the plaza. Uh So it started with, yeah, just take me to Empire. An hour later, we were driving past uh, the Tower Theater. (laughs) (laughs) And then he just started picking up other random people. (laughs) Yeah. This guy's just back there. He's commentary. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's not a lot open past 1 a.m. in this city. Yeah, no. And by a, a lot, I mean there's almost nothing open. Nothing. Uh, you got Beverly's, which is a staple. Oh. Then you have your uh, IHOPs and uh, what's that other terrible one? Oh, Waffle House. Waffle House. Yeah. You know, Dishman, uh, I went to my first Waffle House <clears throat> with Dishman uh, a few months ago. Oh, really? Is that where he works now? Or? No, we were. Uh, we went to <laughs> we went to Cowboys, <laughs> and that was my first Cowboys night. Oh. Oh. And he goes, dude, you've never eaten at a Waffle House? And I go, no. He goes, dude, we have to go to the one down on, uh, it's this one, this east of here. Yeah. And uh, it was like three in the morning. A guy literally carried his date or whoever she was into the Waffle House. And she like plopped her head down. On the counter. Welcome to Oklahoma City. <laughs> I didn't know how to order like like what meant what. And I ended up with like uh, a, a big old extra waffle on my uh, coffee table the next day. That doesn't surprise her. Yeah. It was terrible. Uh, were you at the spot last night? Yeah, I was there. Um, God, what did I have to do yesterday? What was yesterday? Wednesday? Yesterday was Wednesday. This has been like a weird, either quick week or long week. I can't figure it out. It's the gloominess. I mean, you got yeah. me up before noon on a any day. I mean, so uh, it's like go. might as well be 4 a.m. Yeah. But that's when I go to bed. So, <clears throat> Were you handing out uh, free shots again last night? No, no. I uh, don't <laughs> normally hand out free shots. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm known for. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. sweet Mr. Hospitality, just yes, throwing Mr. it away. Hospitality. Uh, yeah, more likely to yell at people when handing out free shots than I am to. What did you What did you refer to that as the other night? Rollbacks, roll-ins, roll-arounds. What? It was kind of pervy. 
when when a rep brings in a bottle and uh, oh no, they do. Um, <clears throat> they'll bring in a product. A lot of a uh, lot of people don't realize that your liquor reps um, have to hit certain marks for bonuses, mm. and so they have a product uh, every month, a, a line of products that they're supposed to push to get the bonuses they want it's you know because it stacks on top of their salaries because they have a, a set salary and then they have bonuses and tiers that they have to hit to get extra money mm. so they're always working to push product mm-hmm. so around the end of the month you'll have reps hit you up that want to have to hit those those marks and they'll do a spend a spend yeah so they basically okay. you bring in the product and That's then they'll come in and spend usually around a hundred dollars uh on buying said product and handing it out so okay it's pretty common how did i come up with rollover i don't know maybe you had too much of the uh i was thinking wrap product around. i was thinking wrap around <laughs> but i didn't want to say it well you were drinking it's tequila okay. <laughs> i mean i don't know how your night ended <laughs> that was damn good tequila oh yeah roca yeah, yeah if it's P- patron yeah. yeah i think you had the añejo or the reposado i'm not sure but it was yeah it is tasty um the people i was drinking with i didn't i didn't realize one of them shot it, and the other one sipped it, so I wasn't quite sure what we were doing. Well, there's a lot of idiots out there. So I shot it. <laughs> <laughs> I used to work at a place where we carried really high-end um, uh, tequilas and uh, Irish whiskeys. And mm-hmm. uh, I think, I want to say it was Middleton's or something like that. And it goes for like 22 23 uh, a shot, mm-hmm. which isn't terrible, I mean, if you have money. But people like to throw it around sometimes. Mm-hmm. So they uh, literally would buy say 10 of these shots of and people would shoot it and it mm. just breaks my heart because it's like that's not <laughs> that's not the stuff you shoot that's stuff you sip yeah, on yeah yeah but you know what yeah. do you do uh can amateur I, drinkers yeah can i speaking of which can i get a citywide ban on fireball um no probably can't you probably can't um i don't you know it's the training wheels of whiskey that's what i call you can it. you can kind of gauge people's ages based on the shot their go-to shot yeah yeah. i mean the people who still ask for uh jaeger bombs or jaeger in general you're like okay so you're like a 90s early 2000s baby (laughs) that's when you were in your 20s right right then you have the fireball nation right now but we're moving into other stuff okay uh fernet's gotten really popular with all the bartenders Uh, oh okay but you also have uh this new one called screwball which is a screwball peanut butter whiskey and oh god is that good it's delicious okay People are making all kinds of versions of what they want to take it with, but it's it's quite quite nice. That, uh, San Diego, I believe. Oh, okay. More than willing to try it. You should. Gratis. <laughs> gratis. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you forgot what a big spender you were. <laughs> hey, man, it. I was throwing down dollar tips the other night, <laughs> and that was a 100% tip. Yeah, yeah. You, you did a dollar for every three beers you got. <laughs> I watched you. <laughs> Don't act like you're balling. <clears throat> Well, when you uh, were fingering the tip thing, I, I figured that was my signal. <laughs> no, it's pointing at it. <laughs> it's noticing your lack of uh, motivation to pull more money out of your pockets. Well, I know it's you'll you'll know I know it's special uh, beer night. Uh, you know when I come in with cash. Yeah, you know because I set my budget. <laughs> yeah, spending exactly five dollars tonight. <laughs> so we were uh, we were chit chatting about. Um, the hospitality industry here in uh, Oklahoma City. You know, when I moved here, I learned that it was kind of a kind of an up and coming foodie town. A lot of cool hip places. Um, what is the word out there now? Uh, uh, are we still growing? Is it getting? Uh, you know, do we have enough of these places with hip names? 
Well, the the problem right now in the metro is uh, there's I feel like there's too many new concepts coming out, and there's not enough qualified staff. I hate that as word as concept. The, well, I mean that's one of their concepts. <laughs> it just not, sounds pretentious. Uh, I apologize. Just, there's all these that? all these new restaurants that are opening up. <laughs> <laughs> all right, concepts. <laughs> who, uh, you know, and it's I, I get it. There's uh there is. There are people that want to invest and open their own spaces here in the city, and it's, you know, with uh, oil and gas, there's a lot of people with extra income that are investing in these properties. And, I mean, it's great for the city as far as the look, but there's just, I mean, no, everyone can't be great. And Mm. so a lot of places are already crumbling to the wayside. There's already been two I know of in the last few months that have uh, Mm. gone under. Yeah. One was open for six months. One was open for four months. Jeez, I know it's terrible. <clears throat> and I, you know, and I've met the uh, you know, people that work at these places, whether it's the owners or otherwise, and and uh, some of them are coming in from out of state, thinking this is a growing market, mm-hmm. and it is, but it's not growing that fast. I mean, yeah. we have a new team this year, and that automatically took us off uh, a lot of the big networks. I mean, they're not televising a lot of our uh, our games nationally, mm. so we're not as hip as we were, say, last year, because we don't have a superstar right now. Yeah. And uh, oil and gas. I mean, there's, there's still they've been doing layoffs for the last six months. Mm. I mean, because they come in and drink after, and mm-hmm. they talk about what's going on. So yeah, you know, there's things you have to look at. Where as the market declines, there people lose their jobs. They're not coming out, and they move to other markets where they can get a job, which is usually Texas. Yeah. So <clears throat> you're getting. A, I feel like the population's kind of in flux at the moment. We're kind of. Mm. And with, like I said, all these new concepts opening and not enough qualified staff, you're not getting the best service or necessarily the best chefs. Mm-hmm. So I worry about that. Um, and it, you know, it affects all of us when there's all opening at once because everyone mm-hmm. wants to go to the new place for the first yeah. couple of months till they decide whether they love it or hate it or if it's worth their time. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. The places that have opened and closed um, – are these newbies to the industry? Are they? Do they include veteran uh, well, um, entrepreneurs? Or? There's one downtown that um, I guess you can call them veterans. They have a couple other concepts. Um, I think oh, they just spent too much money and didn't uh, didn't didn't kill the concept they were going for. Hmm. Um, you owe me a shot every time you say concept. <clears throat> oh, I'm gonna keep saying concept. <laughs> it's gonna buy you a bottle of peanut butter whiskey. Um, Crunchy. <clears throat> excuse me. God no. <laughs> I just think that. Uh, it comes down to management again. I mean, if you have a concept that's um, or a restaurant that you're opening that's not it's not quite there, you got to keep tweaking it. And that those first few months, you're tweaking um, the restaurant to make uh, whether it's the food or the drinks or you know what's making people not stay or come there on a regular basis. Then you have to keep tweaking it till you get mm-hmm. there. And if you don't have the right management running the restaurant, then that won't happen. They won't make those adjustments. You know, they don't feel appreciated. And that happens anywhere. If you don't feel appreciated, then you're not right. going to put in the effort. Yeah. Unless it's your place. I mean, I never feel, you know, appreciated there, but you know, I keep coming back. <laughs> you could call a, call a place uh, Stockholm, yeah. Stockholm Bar. Yeah. My, my concept, uh, <laughs> there was a, uh, <clears throat> it wasn't actually my concept. It was um, uh, one of the, the partners. Uh, it was his concept. And yeah. And I had to definitely do a lot of tweaking in the beginning to mm-hmm. kind of get it to be more what it is now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, that's my spot. Yeah, I know. I mean, uh, everybody's going to have their own water in hole. Yeah, exactly. You know? And, uh, you know, the bar staff is, uh, you know, hilarious. 
So in, in flux. <laughs> <laughs> and in flux. Is there uh, an area of town, you know, we have all these neighborhoods and they're named different things. Yeah, it's like we're in New York and it's like these little boroughs. <laughs> right, right. Is, we got Plaza and like Uptown. Plaza, and uptown. And Sosa, is it Sosa or Soso? Sosa. It's Sosa. south of St. Anthony's. <laughs> yeah, hometown of uh, San yeah. Sosa. Uh, we got uh, Film Row. Film Row. Uh, Automobile Alley. Automobile Alley. Paseo. Camp Paseo. Paseo. Yeah. yeah. Are any one of these areas, uh, you know, are they, are they just kind of oversaturated or, or are there some new spots that people are trying out? Uh, no, I mean, the, all places? these places are great. Um, it's it's when you want to do something on the fringe in a new area that you're, you really got to do more work. Um, because, uh, I mean, like where we're at, there's we're it right now. I mean, the Sosa is pretty, uh, pretty bare. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's only a few places over there, and they're not super close together. It's not like Uptown, I mean, which was used to be just scary. <clears throat> you know, where all you, it's where you go to get uh, hookers and crack. And oh, I miss those days. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. like just just six years later, um, <laughs> it's like you have restaurant on top of restaurant over there. Yeah, <clears throat> and they're doing great, and I'm happy for them. I mean. It took uh, like an extra what year and a half, two years to get the tower finished. Than longer than they said it was going to take. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Bunker is amazing. I think that uh, Ian and Haley really killed their concepts. I love uh, the just the, the detail that uh, Haley puts into her projects and Ian, obviously. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I mean the pump is also beautiful. I just love yeah. I love what they do. I mean they they don't miss any bases. Yeah. When they do their their concepts, so yeah. I got in a mild fist fight at the pump with a former coworker. But, you know, oh, no, you told me. <laughs> it was an arm wrestling uh, yeah. uh, competition that went sideways. I've broken up a couple of fights at the pump. <laughs> <laughs> I just, uh, think I'm a little old to be in a fight. Yeah, yeah, I think I'm retired now. Yeah, you, know? you say that, but <laughs> it's Irish boys. <laughs> Seriously, man. Uh, who uh, Can you say who runs, uh, is, it, is it Backdoor Barbecue? Because I love their PB&J uh uh, burger over there. Um, is that the one that was right next to where Rockford was? Uh, Back to where Barbecue, right on 23rd Street? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know who the owner is. Um, I know they're nice as all get out. Yeah. My only problem with them is um, <clears throat> I used to work over there uh, next door, and I loved their food, but they would always be closed. At, and they close early. Yeah. And they're closed on, like, Sundays, Sundays. or something. Yeah, yeah. It's like if you're you're in a busy area – I mean, it's barbecue. Figure it out. I yeah, mean, figure it out. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know, be open, be right, open, make right. that money. Because I mean, there's going to be more things coming in, and if you're not open, you're you're losing revenue. Yeah, yeah. So, <clears throat> um, how does uh, can you kind of walk me through without giving away the secret sauce? How uh, how a bar makes money? I'm always curious if how a bar makes money. Yeah, Al- alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always curious if they're like buying like a. You know, a can of beer for like five cents wholesale, or you know. Well, I mean, everything I mean, scale it up with the liquor. <clears throat> and everything, else. everything has a. I mean, it's a sliding scale. I mean, obviously, uh, the law changing a year ago really kind of screwed a lot of us in the mm. industry as far as uh, taxes. Because, I mean, there's the way you're insured, and there's the way you charge on your products. Um, there's a thing that we call the sin tax, which is mm. like an extra thirteen and a half percent on all beverages over three point two. Mm. Um, you don't have to pay that at liquor stores or grocery stores or gas stations, but at restaurants and bars, you pay your state tax, and then you pay another thirteen and a half percent on top of that. 
So it's like comes out twenty two percent on all liquor. Jeez. Now before the law changed, we had three two beer. Three two beer is considered food basically, mm-hmm. and it's discharged state tax. You only had to get a permit to even sell it. You didn't mm-hmm. have to have a liquor license for it. So a lot of the beer bars, well, all the beer bars are gone. Now you have to have all yeah. of the things and all the licenses. Um, but if you're say if you can fudge, you know, fifty one percent food. Then you can be considered a restaurant, which means your tax, your uh, <clears throat> obviously your taxes are lower on all that product, mm-hmm. and also uh, your insurance is different. If you're insured as a restaurant, it's a lot cheaper than if you're insured uh, insured as a bar. Ah, okay. That's uh, where you run into this new thing with the gun law, mm-hmm. uh, where everybody can just carry a weapon around, which is terrifying. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm glad I'm not a police officer in this city. Yeah, I that, am. That'd be my biggest concern is being a cop and everyone's armed. It's like right. if there is like uh, a mass shooting. And you're a good guy with a gun. Who's the good? I mean, if you're a cop showing up on a scene and there's multiple guys with weapons, aren't you just going to shoot everybody? Well, that's what I would do, damn it. Right? I mean, I don't know. Blasting. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, it's a tough situation. It's terrifying for police officers. I, I really, uh, yeah. my uh, hat goes off to those guys. Yeah. Um, but uh, if you're a bar, you can't bring, uh, weapons can't be in a bar. Unless you're the proprietor, you can't have a gun at a bar. Mm-hmm. So if it's a restaurant, it's a different situation. If it's, you know, 51% mm-hmm. is food. It's it's okay. Mm-hmm. So you can walk into a restaurant evidently with a, a gun strapped to your hip, but if it's a bar, yeah. you can't because it's most of, basically they're saying that most of what uh, you're consuming at a bar is alcohol. Mm-hmm. You know, those uh, pretzels on the, the bar top aren't going to change anything. Right. So <clears throat> I'm armed with quick wit and yeah. charm. Yeah, that isn't going to do anything for you. <laughs> <laughs> right. So I'm just I'm terrified that I'm gonna have to like you know tell someone to leave the bar that has a weapon on them because it's like oh this is a felony you can't be in here with a weapon right yeah you know? and then they start arguing yeah and if you call the police on somebody who has a weapon in your bar it comes another level because then armed yeah. other armed men mm-hmm. are gonna show up yeah and uh, who knows how that turns out so I'm I'm a little worried about it I haven't had to deal with it yet thank goodness um, yeah. enough people are posting on Facebook hey BT Dubs mm-hmm. you can't have a gun in a bar. Yeah. You know, you might, and if you go into a restaurant, they can tell you to leave. I mean, mm-hmm. it's up to the, I mean, that's another thing. It's like, yeah, you have the right to carry a weapon down all over Oklahoma. <laughs> God help us all. Um, but you can also, they don't have to serve you. Yeah. If they tell you to leave, you have to leave. It's private property. Mm-hmm. I mean, every restaurant is a, not a public space. So, can you imagine some restaurant like uh, no no shoes, no shirt, no gun, no service? Well, I mean, that's basically what it is. I mean, they actually have little signs up like no smoking and then like a gun with a line through it. Right, right. And I've seen some where they get real lazy and they make it one, you know, with like where it has like a dog and a skateboard <laughs> and a gun. And it's like, I don't know who this dog is, but I want to party with him. Yeah, you know? that dog's cool, man. Golly. Yeah, like, this guy can't come in here. <laughs> Yeah, man, that's, I mean, not to be a downer, but, you know, these weird shootings lately, man, every now and then, wherever I'm at, I'm like, oh, hell, what the hell do I do now when a yeah. crazy guy walks in? Uh, somebody was telling me they were out in a comedy club in L.A. recently, and, and before the show, uh, the MC got up there and said, this is what we do in the event of uh, somebody coming in and trying to shoot up the place, you know? And you're like, what the hell? Yeah. You know? But Three whiskeys in, I'm not going to remember what you told me to do. <laughs> Stop, drop, and roll. <laughs> yeah. Like, what is that? Somebody shooting? What are we doing? Right, right. Women and drunks first. What what did he say we're supposed to do? (laughs) Tell me another joke. (laughs) Where's my pamphlet? I left it somewhere. (laughs) Does the oxygen mask fall from the ceiling? Yeah, my bulletproof vest (laughs) fall from the ceiling. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you guys have to constantly, you know, I hadn't thought much about this, but just, hell, man, all the time, like new laws that are coming up that are, you know, 
affect your bottom lines and things like that. And you guys, uh, uh, have you had to deal with Abel coming in at one fifty-five in the morning or things like that? Well, that's fine. I mean, that's their job. I don't have a problem with that. It's funny. I mean, I've had um, had people that work for me that just freak out when the health department shows up, and I'm like, why? I mean, yeah. their whole job is checks and balances, and you should you should uh, just accept it. <clears throat> don't be, don't freak out. You know, we're complying, and they don't come in and go, oh, you're closed. You know, it has to be pretty terrible. And if you've gotten to that point, you should probably be closed. Yeah. But they come in and just say, here's a checklist of things that uh, we noticed that you need to, you know, get cleaned up. We'll be back. Check it out. Make sure you're complying. It's like, mm-hmm. okay, cool. Sometimes you don't notice something. And yeah. I've had things pointed out to me. I'm like, oh, I had no idea. I'm sorry. I'll take care of it right away. Yeah. Same thing with uh, Able. I mean, they're trying to make sure that, uh, and it helps me do my job because there are people that work for you that are li- get a little complacent and you need the able commission or uh, the local police because sometimes they come in together mm. to again make sure that you're doing your job and it helps me make sure my staff's doing their job mm. because there's a threat of something legal happening not just me being a jerk mm-hmm. it's like no you shouldn't be surfing 16 year olds <laughs> <clears throat> i've never seen you be a jerk I mean, that's why you're mr <laughs> hospitality <laughs> Yeah, Co- coaster, that's me. Coasters being thrown at the first guest, or the guest first experience. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. At her, at her head for the first time. I'm all uh, butterflies and puppies. <laughs> <laughs> what does ABLE stand for again? Uh, alcoholic or something beverage law enforcement. Maybe the maybe the B stands for BACA. <laughs> yeah, BACA. <laughs> I don't know. Doesn't matter. We know what their job is. Yeah. Have there been any uh, advantages to any laws lately that that have helped your business, or is it all bad news? Hmm. Anything that's helped us? Like, Let's wow, see. thanks, uh, state of Oklahoma. We're making more money now. No, no. <laughs> I mean, they just a uh, bigger piece of the pie. I feel like they're just like, oh, well. Yeah. My my biggest thing was because I knew when they were going to change the law over us. Like, oh, what about our three two? I mean, it's all going to yeah. be above three two. Yeah. And that's immediately going to cut. You know, say six figures of our what we consider food out of the books like that oh, God. so <laughs> i'm like well fudge you know yeah and that that messes with our bottom line as far as our profit margin so we have to raise prices but you don't want to raise prices on a coors light or a miller light from like two or three dollars to like five which yeah. a lot of people did yeah and some people are charging five six dollars for a course yeah which is just like sad i mean yeah what would our grandparents think? I know? know. Golly. You can get a can of Schlitz for a nickel. It's like, yeah, that's half a, ga- t- that's a full tank of gas in 1945. Well, one thing I like that uh, your spot does is I don't I don't get charged like a minimum if I'm using a card. There's some establishments around that still do that. I mean, I get it. I hate it. I absolutely hate it. And then, you know, and that's when the yeah. beer's going to cost you five bucks for the course. Yeah. <laughs> no. It's like, really, is this really something? I mean, it's in, yeah. that's like, I mean, they, they have a million excuses for why they do that, but they just do that so you spend more money. Yeah. And I, it's like um, holding you hostage mm-hmm. to drink more, which yeah. I hate. I mean, yeah. it's like if I'm kicking someone out of the bar, they've only had one drink. I'm like, I'm still running their card. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> you're we're, terrible. How many, you just got kicked out of the last bar you're at, didn't you? <laughs> I've had people get on and like give us bad reviews and it's like, well, we only had one beer. And I'm like, you had one beer here. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, you killed a bottle of vodka in the truck or what? Yeah. But, yeah. You definitely weren't sober. Yelpers, man. They, they drive me nuts. Oh, screw Yelpers. It's like, you know what? Let me come into your workplace. You, yeah. You know, I've had people I've kicked out. He's like, we're going to give you a bad Yelp review. It's like, uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if anybody who comes here gets on Yelp, then I just, you know. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's a sign you can put up. Yeah. 
<laughs> your yelper stay out. No, yeah, big a big circle to line through it. No yelp. Yeah. Yelp. Yeah, it was funny when I started first started going there, and I'm like, oh, this is a cool spot. So I go and I read the Yelp reviews, and having met you and the other bar staff, yeah, the the reviews made me laugh even more. Yeah, I'm like if you want to feel like you're dad's house, in here? It's like, yeah, yeah. You, we're a grown up bar. You need, this isn't an amateur yeah. bar. You got to be a. We we only take grown ups, please. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll teach you how to be a grown up. Now, when is the next? I know I always ask you this. When is the next uh, burlesque night? Is it the last Friday? I, I wouldn't know what you're talking about. Okay. <laughs> I don't want to mix up my uh, burlesque nights, you know. Yeah, I've, yeah, yeah. I've been I've been caught in a crossfire over there a few times. Oh, I bet you have. Bet yeah, you have. yeah. I bought the I bought somebody a uh, got him a shot there a few months ago after they uh, performed. Oh, uh, I bet you did. Yeah. Was, <laughs> what was his her name? Zer <laughs> uh, was very tall mm-hmm. and uh, beautiful. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I think I got her. A, I don't know, Jack Daniels or something like that. It's awfully nice, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was feeling really good that night. Um, They'll do that to you. They really pack the house. Yeah, no, those, yeah. Are, those, are, those are love those fun. girls. Yeah. Um, now, now, what's up with the uh, vaping? Let's do vaping in general, and then <laughs> and then the the pot law. I mean, can can people vape in? in well, where can they vape at? It depends on what you read. Um, health department considers uh, smoking pot and tobacco to be the same thing. Um, the state law does not. So there's still it's a ongoing. Mm, it's an ongoing thing while they're still working through the law to figure out exactly what what they want to do and how they want to do it. Um, as it is right now, as far as the health department's concerned, um, if you can smoke there, you can smoke there. Okay. I mean, they read it as smoking, whereas I think the state law is like, you know, your tobacco and smoking, smoking is not the same thing. Mm. The, the law, as far as they're concerned, is referring to tobacco and only tobacco. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I said, the health department considers it the same thing. So they're working through that process. I mean, it's it's still pretty young on the law, and they really – I don't think they thought it was going to pass. So they really <laughs> didn't put a lot of work in beforehand to yeah. uh, have all the regulations set up. So when it did pass, I know the health department was just like, oh, Jesus, you know, because mm-hmm. there's also a lot of edibles that go into yeah. these new laws. So, yeah, yeah but as far as <clears> – <throat> as far as my understanding is now, if you can smoke cigarettes there, you can smoke. So – uh, vaping, similar. Everyone kind of handles it differently. I mean, I mean, if you allow smoking outside, then it doesn't matter. No one's going to get high outside off mm-hmm. of your smoke. Um, I don't know that people uh, smoking bars on the inside allow people to smoke smoke. Mm-hmm. So it's just been kind of a the the one thing I've come across with all the other owners I've talked to is um, if you can smoke outside, then you can smoke outside. Period. Mm-hmm. Vaping okay. inside doesn't really affect a lot of people. Mm-hmm. So as long as you're not obnoxious with it, most right. places don't care. Yeah. Some people are, you know, little Nazis about it, but yeah, um, bastards. That va- vaping doesn't really affect anyone in a huge negative way as long mm-hmm. as you're not being, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't. Uh, you know. You know who's annoying is like the overdramatic non-smoker. They can smell the secondhand nine miles away, start choking, well, making a big scene. It's like anything else. Um, most of those people used to smoke. And then they yeah. quit, and now no one should smoke. Mm-hmm. And uh, no one – those are the worst kind of people. Yeah. <laughs> people who used to smoke who quit or right. people who used to drink but quit or, mm-hmm. you know, used to you know, do a lot of things they shouldn't have done, and <laughs> now they've stopped. So now they're you know, born again. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's like, oh, oh stop. Yeah, Please stop. You. Yeah. I hear you. 
mean, I'm Catholic, and it's like uh, some of the most intense Catholics I've ever met are people who converted in their 20s or 30s. It's like, yeah. easy, buddy. Easy, yeah. <laughs> we get it. You made a choice. <laughs> yeah. Well, you get the yeah. – uh, I'm Catholic, too. It's, but it's like, Right, yeah. right. You but, get the reverse ones, too. Those are like uh, you grew up Catholic and then became oh, evangelical. And, yeah, uh, or super just non-anything. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. the uh, the agnostics and the uh, atheists are the most intense. It's like, hey, yeah. Don't push your atheism either, man. It's all right. Know, just man. be you. Back off, bro. Yeah. Let's all ever, you know. Leave your flying spaghetti man theories at home. <laughs> They're just here trying to have a beer, man. Right. God, I get it. I get it. He doesn't exist. Fine. Fine. <laughs> you want another shot or not? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, dude, you run around telling kids Santa Claus doesn't exist either? You crank. Right? Yeah. <laughs> that Santa Claus, that, everything about Christmas is just fascinating to me because most of that mm-hmm. stuff came from like paganism and like uh, the Vikings. Yeah. So, I mean, you could, they have a whole breakdown on how we stole a lot of those concepts from, you know, Viking mythology. Yeah, it's appropriated. Just, yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, uh, I want to say that uh, Thor or Odin or something rode around on like uh, an eight-legged deer or goat or something. Mm. And that's where we get the eight reindeer from ah, Santa's okay. Lay, okay. Uh, all that stuff. Oh, jeez. Yeah, so, I mean, it's like it's all very ingrained into that mythology. Right, right. Yeah. And we just kind of took what we liked from it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yule Logs. I mean, that's Yule a very, logs. very yeah. Viking thing, so... In uh, <laughs> Christmas is just a bunch of Vikings, guys. Yeah, a bunch of Vikings, know. man. Yeah. Now, on uh, with the holidays, like at, at bars, what well, can you talk a little bit about uh, seasonally? <laughs> uh, what well, people what, tend to drink more. Yeah, uh, what's what's a good month, and what's like when the what, what is a month when it comes around? You're like, oh god, we're gonna take a hit this month. Every September, um, that's when I was born. Well, it's I a mean, great month. <laughs> September. Oh, Word up, September. Virgos. Right. Thank you for killing us. Um, no, September's rough just because in Oklahoma City, everyone's going back to school. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you have OU and OSU. I think their first two games are home games. Mm-hmm. So your first couple of uh, weeks, if not three weeks of uh, September, are just football, either OU or OSU or both. So people just clear out for the games to mm-hmm. go either house party or at the actual dorm yeah. or Stillwater. And then you also have the state fair, which is eleven straight days. Oh, yeah. In the last yeah. two years, it's been gorgeous. Yes, which yeah. is just not the case. I don't know what's going on yeah. with the state fair. It's usually supposed to bring the rain in, right? Because if it rains, we're fine. Yeah, because people are already <laughs> in the city. You know, they traveled you know a hundred miles through the state of Oklahoma to right, and that's their vacation. I mean, I, I grew up in a smaller town outside of the city, so mm-hmm. literally coming to the city for the state fair was a big event for us every year. Oh, you okay, know? we didn't have a lot of money, so it's like yeah, for. You know, the family would get together as a group, and we'd come to the city to go, you know, eat uh-huh. terrible food and ride rides. Right. And now, as an older man, I'm like, oh, God. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, really, I don't want anything to do with it. Yeah. Yeah, I still remember looking forward to the county fair in North Carolina every year. And I've stumbled on some county fairs. Those are fine. State yeah. fair, different thing, different beast. There's a yeah. lot going on. There's concerts and com- comedy stuff. I mean, indoor, outdoor, I mean, it's a big thing. And mm-hmm. they're just keep growing that brand and they keep working on the fairgrounds. So, yeah. I mean, it's changed a lot over there just in the last 10 years. They used to do their monster truck and motocross stuff outside. Mm-hmm. So you couldn't hear anything in your house if you live within like five blocks of the fairgrounds. Because mm. it's just monster trucks are kind of loud. Yeah, yeah. So now they do all that stuff inside. Oh, Bigfoot. Yeah. Is Bigfoot oh, still around? I don't know. <laughs> it's the only one I know. Yeah. <laughs> I know more than the, but I don't know what's around anymore, you know? <laughs> Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Yeah. Oh, terrible, terrible, terrible. Oh, my God. Yeah. Now, is, there a, is there a good month? Is there a high month? I'm going to guess it's summer. Uh, yeah, the summer's fantastic in the city. Um, I mean, 
it gets really hot. So it's nice to have a, a patio and a, a large inside. Yeah. Um, because in the heart of the summer, it's just too hot to be outside. Mm-hmm. You know, like, again, I love the pump. But in the heart of the summer, that you're just not going to – you're not going to go hang out there until the sun starts to go down around 10 o'clock. Right. Can I sit out there with my shirt off? Oh, God, no. Oh, that's, just, that's just terrible. Oh, that, sounds, that sounds so bad. You'll get a really bad sunburn. You'll do it once and then wake up in jail. Burnt. Yeah. So summer months are usually usually pretty good? Um, yeah, I mean, summer's nice. Uh, everyone's, all the college kids that are in town just go out nonstop. Yeah. I mean, the summers are really busy in Oklahoma City. Yeah. It's like, I lived in Norman for a long time, and summers in Norman are uh, desolate. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's a college town. So okay. everyone leaves That's in the right. summer. I mean, you lose probably thirty or 40,000 people in the summer. Even the yeah. professors, they go on trips, you know. Mm-hmm. They're out writing books and writing whatever books they're supposed to do with to their, be a professor. Yeah, with their patches on their elbows. <laughs> well, they're not all like that. Some are much, much cooler, I promise. Right, right. But, um, yeah, so the city is completely different than Norman for sure. The yeah. city gets really busy in the summertime, Yeah, and it's a lot of fun. So, I mean, by the end of the summer, we're, we're crushing it, and then September hits, and we're prepared for it now. Mm-hmm. But it's like, ugh, you know, yeah. September's rough. Did it kill you guys when I did my dry July, my sober October? We just miss you. you know, yeah, mostly. I know, man. Talking about almost getting into a fight. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I heard yeah. tales. I yeah. heard tales. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the plan was I was going to be there at 1201 November 1st. It was a big deal over here. Yeah, yeah. And you were then, there before midnight. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> a certain someone texted me yeah. and uh, said, hey, uh, you want to go grab one? So, you yeah. know. I, you did good. You did good. I was proud of you. Violated protocol. <laughs> violated protocol just went for it man yeah. I don't think I'm doing that again because just mentally yeah. I've done a few of these dry months and I just hate I mean obviously I could break it but just for the integrity part I, I just don't like not having the option I was thinking this month you know what I'm a I'm an adult how about just keep losing weight keep getting in shape yeah. and keep drinking well figure that out yeah you know yeah <laughs> Same, same. I've been working on that one for a while. I'm like, I'm not drinking anymore. And then, like, you know, later that day, I'm like, I need a shot. <laughs> These people are killing me. Yeah, man, it's uh, we doing all right over on. there. Yes, I'm just checking the time. Okay, oh, okay yeah. Realization, like, we've been recording on the card a lot. I just want to make sure. Oh, uh, jeez. Okay. So we're good. Sorry, gentlemen. Page. No worries. Page is all cranky today. Just kidding. Just kidding. Um. So what are uh, – I always like to ask bartenders. It's like uh, in hospitality people and restaurant owners and anybody who's in that business, flight yeah. attendants. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what are some of the popular, more popular drinks that are you know out now? What are, what are people kind of ordering? And do they have any goofy names? Oh, goodness. Well, I mean, it's the season change, so everybody's uh, doing the menu changes and bringing out their new cocktails. Yeah. Um, and I feel like – I mean, as fun as those can be and creative as they can be, depending on the space you're going to, um, that's more fun for the bartenders than it is for the, the clientele, yeah. honestly. Um, a lot of the a lot of the places in the city now are doing craft, which is good, and they do um, a lot of competitions. And a lot of these bartenders are pretty good. And they go to they win competition here, and then they'll go onto a bigger mm-hmm. arena, if you will, and and compete. So, yeah, as far as popular drinks, though, I mean. I'll be honest with you. Uh, I've worked craft bars, and after 10.30, everybody drinks uh, vodka soda. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, uh, you know, 
that's I mean that's the go to. It's like. I mean, yeah. we, uh, me and me and the, one of the partners, uh, will sit down and look at the thing. He goes, "What do you think we sold the most of this uh, this month?" It's yeah. like, uh, I don't know, Miller Lite. Mm-hmm. It's like, yep, yep, blowing through that stuff. <laughs> sure, wish it was still three two. That'd be great. <laughs> think about that though. Yeah. If it's still three two, the profit margin because we added another thirteen half percent on it. It's mm-hmm. like mm. we're losing that on every beer. Golly. And then we're <laughs> seeing we're selling millions of gallons of the crap. Right. Uh, but. <clears throat> <laughs> it's just, it just, it just, oh, oh, it just hurts me. It hurts me inside thinking about it. But yeah, vodka and Miller Lite are probably the things we sell the most of. I fondly remember uh, Mr. Hospitality uh, at one of your fine establishments uh-huh. earlier this year. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> it was way past St. Patrick's Day, and I was still drinking green beer out of uh, out of the keg over there. What, what the hell is that, man? Oh, I hate you. <laughs> All right, so <laughs> they. All right, what goes into the green beer? It's just dye. Okay. I mean, All they right. just go, hey, how many green kegs you want? You know, before you get to St. Yeah. Patty's Day, and you're like, eh, because you always got to guess. Rat boys. Because uh, I mean, and this year was terrible because it fell on a was it a Monday or something? Yeah. Yeah, it was yeah. terrible, and people tried to like do a Friday, Saturday, Sunday thing, and yeah, it was just not a good. Only this the was, only the yeah. real Irish came out that night. Yeah. And no, it's 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 an amateur. I mean. Right <laughs> That is yeah. an amateur night. It yeah. is amateur night, and we'll we'll get back to amateur night in a second. But okay, um, so they, you know, and I thought we were all through it because I, I guess they'd had a, a regular keg mixed in with my dyed kegs because <laughs> it was marked dyed, and we started pouring it, and it wasn't. I was like, oh, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. And then we got through that keg, and it's like far into the next month, and I'm like, <laughs> pull up this other keg that wasn't marked, and it was totally green. <laughs> and I, you know, it's just. <laughs> they, you know, because they'll come pick up if you have too many. They'll come back and pick them up. Oh, okay. I mean, they're really good about that. But I was like, it doesn't matter. It's still, it's just, it's just cores. It. It's nothing yeah, different. Yeah. It just happens to be green. You, it, I'll have an O cores. It'll give you please. something to give me a hard time about. <laughs> a mid cores. Yeah, God. <laughs> but um, no. As far as uh, amateur hour, <laughs> I there is a bar that's no longer with us. Uh, <laughs> That I loved. That was in Norman. Sorry, it's, just, it's an old. It was an old friend. It was an old friend. Well, you Trying know, peacefully surrounded by friends. He got pushed slash bought out. Is you know, and uh, <laughs> closed his doors a couple, two, three years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, called Joe's Taverna, and uh, <laughs> they called it amateur nights, <laughs> and so they wouldn't be open on uh, like. <laughs> Big amateur nights yeah. like that, so they wouldn't do New it. Year's Eve. Yeah, they just avoid it because they're just avoiding all the fights and all the yeah. BS that goes with it. Yeah. I know the pump is closed on St. Patty's Day because mm. I think their first year, first couple of years, I can't remember if it was one or two, but there's just too many fights. Yeah, they're like it's just not worth it. Right. So instead, they take out the entire staff. They rent like a party bus and they go around and just drink at all the bars. Oh, that's cool. You know, yeah. So like yeah, they're fantastic. I really, I mean, they're if you can get into that establishment and uh that little click then mm-hmm. it's it's they're a great little family yeah um i can't really drink like that yeah. anymore i no. wish i had that ability yeah yeah but uh no they i mean a lot of places just avoid the 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 drama that is that weekend anyway mm-hmm. you're spending a lot of extra money on staff and yeah. product to make sure that you have enough because you're going to get hit you think yeah in uh, the last two years before this one amazing it was in- insane really busy killer numbers mm-hmm. this year it fell on a monday and it was just kind of a blah the whole weekend was like it just felt wrong and unorganized yeah. and nobody did great i think uh, i stopped by uh mcnelly's little 
street party, and they closed uh, the street down like two hours early oh, okay. this year. So, Jeez. and they usually go to midnight. They were like shutting it down at like ten. Yeah, like that's, cutting like no more music. It's like folding up chairs. <laughs> so I think uh, the only uh, winner this year that really got crushed uh, was everybody ended up falling over to Fazler. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Because they shut the street down and it was like, let's just go over here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what What has been the biggest tab you've had? Got a bubble in the throat. The biggest tab you've seen with the least amount of tip. Oh. You ever had a doozy? I don't think about that kind of stuff. That kind of stuff drives me crazy. I mean, (laughs) after a while, you just, you know, you realize it all works out in the wash, honestly. I mean, when you're young and you first start doing it, you're just like, you're just working and you're like expecting everything to be great. Um, and when it's not, you're super down and like whiny about it. And then when it's great, you're like bragging about it. Yeah. But if you look at the average, that's what matters. It's what your what's your average mm-hmm. as a, a server or a bartender? Because mm-hmm. um, that's what matters at the end of the day. You're going to have people who tip bad no matter what. Yeah. But if you're really good at your job, your average is going to be really high. Mm-hmm. And that's a big thing that really bothers me with this whole. Um, and this this is very unpopular. Uh, thing to say at the moment because people are just advocating like mad all these uh, youngsters about um, raising minimum wage mm-hmm. and you know not being two thirteen or three bucks like that's not a living wage it's like well <clears throat> as a server and a bartender I make on a on a terrible night you know say sixteen or seventeen dollars an hour and on a normal good night I'm making thirty to forty dollars an hour. Mm-hmm. Um, that that two thirteen or three dollars or whatever your place pays you is just for taxes. Mm-hmm. So, and at the end of the day, you're only claiming your credit card tips for the most part, mm. um, which is the majority of it anymore. It's probably two thirds of what you're actually making is credit card tips. Yeah. But there's also that other third that's just cash that you don't have to claim at all. Mm. Figure out what the actual number is, how much you're supposed to claim. But everyone's advocating right now for a uh, minimum wage, like they're wanting to pay bartenders fifteen dollars an hour. Mm. And then, I guess, no tipping. I'm not really sure how, they're, how they expect that to work because you have to pass on that price because the owners have to pay yep. a higher wage, and then you have to raise the prices on your products, mm-hmm. um, which I understand. But I don't know many people who serve or bartend who don't make well over that. I mean, right. because the way it works out based on your payroll is in that pay period, you take their hours and the average that they made with tips plus the hourly – and if it's not at least minimum wage, then you have to pay them the difference. Hmm. And I don't know that a lot of people realize that. Hmm. It's like if you're raising the minimum wage, fine, uh, you know, raise it to fifteen dollars. And if at the end of that pay period, if your your bartender or server didn't make at least fifteen dollars an hour average over that pay period, then pay them the difference. I get that. Hmm. But they're wanting like a flat fifteen yeah. or something like that for minimum wage for bartenders. It's like, well, it's just you know. Yeah. Yeah, I don't expect to ever get paid fifteen dollars an hour for. Why don't you hustle a little bit more, get some tips? Yeah, yeah. I mean, so I mean, that's that's the thing that uh, I mean, I've I've read some some feeds lately on Facebook and uh, it's on Twitter and people just go off on rants and there's like all this back and forth on yeah and I like I can look at it from an owner's point of view and a server's point of view or a bartender's point of view and it's like I hear what you're saying but. Mm-hmm. What you're not looking at is you get minimum wage. Whatever the state minimum wage is, you make that because if you don't hit that in that pay period, they have to pay the difference. And I don't know that a lot of people realize that. Yeah. But again, like I said, I don't know many people who don't make well over minimum wage right. when you do the average. 
Like, yeah. and there's apps for service of bartenders that you can okay. literally put in your tips every night, and then you can figure out what you make on a monthly basis. Oh, okay. Yeah. Now, is there any sharing of tips that goes on with the bar staff? How does um, that everyone's every place is different. Um, I've always, I mean, I, I, uh, I'm from a different generation. I've seen it done every different way, where there's a morning drawer and a night drawer, yeah. and then there's always complaints about who's going to work what. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to work a day shift because I'm not going to make any money. Or I'm not going to work a night shift on this because I'm not going to make any money. So I, I believe in uh, pulling tips and breaking it down hourly, mm-hmm. personally. I think it makes it fair across the board. There's no argument about what you're working. Mm-hmm. Um, and I got that from uh, the Monts and Norman. I mean, that's how they do things. Okay. So they break it down hourly. Mm-hmm. It makes it all fair. So the, the Monts are a staple, Norman. They, they kill it there. But they also pay their management, like, uh, per shift. Like, okay. say I'm paying you $150 a shift or $200 a shift. So if you work five shifts, that's, you know, mm. you know exactly what you're going to make. That'll get you to show up to work. Well, I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, you're guaranteed <laughs> this per shift. Yeah. And that's, I mean, and that's, I, uh, I've ran a restaurant in, uh, in Norman that did the same thing. They pay you per shift. Yeah. That's how they break down your salary. And if you don't work that shift and someone else covers it, then, mm-hmm. you know, unless you worked out some kind of arrangement, mm-hmm. there's a lot of different ways to do things in this industry. And yeah. I think... I just don't think some of the younger generation looks at how – what money they're actually making. It's like I can't live off minimum wage. It's like, yeah, but you don't make minimum wage. Mm-hmm. I mean right. you make a lot – I'm assuming if you're in this industry, you're making a lot more than minimum wage or you wouldn't be doing this. Right. That's what I've heard from the – I would call them the better bartenders. Yeah. You know, they're making really good money and can pretty much set their schedules. Yeah. You know, I mean – Look at you. You crawled out of bed, you know, Ugh. three minutes before you, you know, you got here. Uh. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. Now, uh, <clears throat> you know, the most important thing is this uh, bet we got going on. Oh, Lordy. You seen my Lakers? <laughs> Your Lakers. <laughs> yeah, I did. Uh, how did a uh, little uh, AD do last night? Don't yeah. worry about it. It was a little off night. Yeah. He said shoulder soreness. Every time that guy hits the floor, I just cringe. Yeah. He's not going to make it the season. I'm like, please, God. <laughs> yeah. You got Father Time as the, the head guy, and you got AD over there, already hurt, young. Dude, I was telling one of the editors this uh, the other day. Did you ever watch uh, Sanford and Son? Of course. Doesn't JaVale McGee look like Grady? What? <laughs> <laughs> he looks like Grady from Sanford and Son. I'm going to have to look up some pictures on that. I don't know that that's true. He does. Okay. Uh, well, but they're, but they're rolling it now, though, man. Six and one. Yeah, I know. You guys above 500 yet. Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> That's uh, that's ugly talk from a man that works in Oklahoma. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, I can't play Orlando every night. <laughs> oh, 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 you. All right. As long as we keep Chris Paul, and we, as long as we don't trade anybody, Max Schroeder, I mean, even they're yeah. saying he's our best player, but he plays like Russ, mm-hmm. who just terrifies me because he's <laughs> flying around like a wild man. I'm like, yeah, that's, that's yeah. remember, that's Russ. He's a high wire act. Yeah. Uh, I think that as long as we keep playing team ball, because that's what we're doing right now. We have a coach who, you know, that's how he coaches. Pass the ball. Yeah. Team offense. Team defense. We're like third or fourth in the league right now on defense. And we're still kind of figure out our offense because we have some great talent. I mean, Diallo, you got Shea. I mm-hmm. mean, and Chris Paul's like just this mentor on the floor right now, and I love it. And then we just got Steve Adams back, and he looks okay. He's not killing it yet, but he's, you know. But yeah. we have Noel right there. Muscala just hurt his hand, so he's going to be. I like New Orleans. Yeah, I like New Orleans. Um, I'm still kind of curious what we're going to do with Patton because he was a big pickup. Um, 
I mean, he was like seventh overall, like back in 2017 or something. Yeah. He's in the first round, at least. I know that. Um, so I think I love our team. This is I'm much more excited about this team than I was about last year's team or the yeah. year before that. Ever since uh, Durant left, I've just been like, ugh, because Russ is, you know, he likes to have the ball. It gets predictable. Yeah, and then they are a lot more fun to watch. This the year. faster he goes, the more out of control he is. He's, he was never ever in control. It's just it was painful to watch, just the ball flying everywhere mm-hmm. all the time. So, and that's like I said, that's how Schroeder plays too, or Schroeder, Schroeder. I don't know. Yeah, the German. Well, you know, we got old Dwight Howard. What? He's resurrected his career in L.A. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah. I think I think the neat thing is they've told him shut his mouth. Yeah, yeah. rebound and block shots. Clean stuff up, and that's that's all you have to do, man. He played. He's played really well the last couple of years. He's been yeah. healthy, but people can't get over like his mouth because he talked too much before, and then he got to a point where he started falling off because yeah. of injuries. I think he's in good shape right now. So I think, yeah, I I, I think that was a great pickup. Yeah, I'm concerned for the chemistry when uh, Rondo comes back. Rondo's great too, though. I know. I'm thinking maybe bring him off the bench. I'm. Um, I, I've seen so many experiments with L.A. Who knows what you're going to get? I know. Oh, I mean, I remember the year where they brought in everybody. They didn't win. I mean, it was last year they had uh, – was Shaq there that year? They brought in like uh, – Oh, Carl Malone. Carl Malone and Patton. Uh, Not Pey- Patton. Yeah, Payton. Love. Payton, yeah, yeah, Gary Payton. Yeah. Gary Payton, yeah. So you, they brought in Malone oh, and Payton, and I was like, oh, geez. They yeah. got like – Every god from every other team, and they put it on the Lakers. It yeah. did not go well at all. Yeah, I think I think they lost to Detroit that, that year in the finals. And it was one of those things where I'm staring at every game going, are we really losing to them? But dude, their good, defense, team, yeah, though. their defense was amazing. Yeah. Um, I know Ben Wallace and his fro. Dude, I miss Ben Wallace. I miss I those teams. I miss them too, man. Yeah, I think. Chauncey. That, that's what I love about, uh, I kid flack about uh, Robertson. <laughs> he's probably probably not going to end up playing this year. I don't know. He's, he still hasn't played has anybody started a parody Twitter account about his leg? Not that I know. Of. I mean, it's 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 going on what two years now? Yeah, we're on two years. Okay, ruptured patella tendon is that what it was? Um, he's on some Sam Bowie stuff now. Well, I mean, he's still man. got some soreness, and they're still working through it. Yeah. So I mean, kind of, I don't it, know. I mean, he's but he's like an old school defender. I mean, yeah. defender, defender. So I I wish he was healthy because he's something that could add even more defense to our team. That's already amazing defense. Yeah, I mean. We pass the hell out of the ball now. I know. I know. It's like it looks good. It's beautiful. It's like watching the uh, the Spurs or something. <laughs> right. You know. So, and we're a young team. We have so many guys that are like yeah. either nineteen or twenty one who are just mm-hmm. young, fresh team. Like when we first got the Thunder, we had a young, fresh team like this. So, I'm excited about this team. Yeah. So when you say that, when you say, <laughs> I know you're just going, but we we do have a, a small bet. Um, yes, yes. I think they're going to win forty five games and make the playoffs. <laughs> Yep. And, um, uh, I think they'll win uh, less than that and maybe still make the playoffs. But Yeah, I mean. We could hold a, uh, you know what the joke is. Uh, well, people around here don't like it, but I was like, hey, you know, they can host another first round victory parade. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <clears throat> but it is, uh, it's been neat actually to see how Donovan actually coaches because he's a great coach of Florida. Yeah. I mean, did he, was it twice he took him to the NCAA yeah. tournament? Yeah. Or uh, to the final? Yeah. The old Yo Kim Noah. Yeah. He's a great, he's a great coach. And. Always had we a cool had a play- haircut too. We had a player who doesn't want to be coached. I mean, yeah. But that's the thing. That's why I was happy that we uh, we lost Russ. I know a lot of people love Russ, and I'm not anti Russ necessarily, but he his his style of play is 100 miles an hour all the time, and eventually your knees will give up on you, and yeah. you can't do that anymore. 
He's not a great percentage shotter. He's not a big three shooter, mid range. That's not his game. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, the reason why he had so many assists and so many rebounds is because he's running a thousand miles an hour at all, all times. Mm-hmm. And uh, your body just can't keep up with that. You yeah. know, he's going to get to a point where he just can't move like that anymore and make those cuts. He's, you know, you get old. Father time always wins. Yeah. And uh, once you get to that point and he can't shoot, what now? Yeah. So it's not like he's going to be, he's not going to be uh, like Wade, you know, because even right. when Wade's legs, you know, all of his injuries slow, slow down, he can still shoot, mm-hmm. like really shoot. So, yeah. Hey, uh, as we uh, close out today, did I ever confess to you that one night um, from from my house I was controlling your jukebox? No, that doesn't surprise me. The touch yeah. tunes. Yeah. You have issues. Uh, you're not. I, I, I have, it just thrilled me to death. I don't know why. I feel why. like there's more than, more, than, more than one night where <laughs> the music playing, it's just like, and people look at me. I'm like, I didn't do that. Yeah. <laughs> It happens. It happens. You know, if if I put something on that's a little too much, I, I hide the phone that way. I don't get the blame, and then yeah. I, and then I look around like, yeah. who put that on? Yeah, was it that booty song where they say booty like a thousand times? Yeah, booty, 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 and booty, booty, booty. Yeah. <laughs> uh, have you ever hired? Uh, I mean, when you're hiring, I, I would expect you want somebody with experience. But how is it nowadays? Or do people have to go get their uh, bar school? certificate that kind of thing <laughs> bar school <laughs> uh i pretty much if you uh you come in and apply and say you went to bar school i'm probably not gonna hire you <laughs> yeah you went to where oh you gotta go one of my journalism jobs the guy hired me because i did not have a journalism degree he's like dude i've got a stack of journalism degrees and yeah and then i saw yours and i saw what you did and i'm like i'm you know hire this guy yeah i dated a girl who got her bachelor's in journalism and yeah. uh how's that work out i mean she's Oh, she's one of those ones that got away, and you're like, why didn't you marry that girl and yeah. have like kids? Because one of my friends married her, that jerk. And the, oh, God. Yeah, they had two beautiful kids, and they're still together. And she's making other little hospitalities. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, my hope is maybe he'll just die, and I'll be like, hey, how you doing? What's there going you go, on? There you go, man. Little, little no, but she's a, she's a psychologist now. Oh, okay. Yeah. See, uh, she got her master's and her doctorate in psychology, so. Yeah. Yeah, she's. Yeah. Yeah. Now, but, we, do you give people like tryouts? Do they have to make something in front of you just to prove if you don't really know them? Like, how does it? It's like uh, make this gin and tonic. Make a gin and tonic. Let me right see now. what you uh, see what you got. Through. Can you open this beer? Easy on the poor. Yeah. No, <laughs> most of what we do is uh, very trainable, um, and all, yeah. all craft is it. I try to tell people it's like if you can cook, like if you have a, a good palate and you can make something like food wise, then you can probably do craft. I mean, craft is just cooking with liquid, as far as I'm concerned. It's mm-hmm. it's all to taste. Um, it's good to take some risks, um, try new things. When you when you work at a, a craft bar, I mean, there's so much going into it. I mean, you have book upon book on what pairs together, um, what flavors you can try together. And I mean, when I was working craft primarily, that's all I did. I mean, I spent my Mondays and Tuesdays on downtimes. I'd get out all the like PDT, which is a great book, and then uh, Death and Co. And then you have all the classic stuff that's been around for a hundred years. You just keep looking through different ideas because you're always looking for something that's just going to, you know, mm-hmm. be spectacular. And then, you know, I'd take trips to Portland or to New York and um, or New Orleans and just getting ideas because mm-hmm. nothing's original. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people want to be so original. It's like nothing you're going to do is going to be original. I promise you. Someone's yeah. done it. Um, and so what you're doing is end up like because uh, you have your baselines of different kinds of drinks and you can just – your own take on it you know it's like wonder if anyone's ever tried this you know let's yeah. let's do uh you know an atomizer of uh of mezcal 
in this in this coupe glass before we pour our cocktail and it just get a smoky, yeah. you know. Or, you know, just like citrus. I mean, there's so many little things on a good craft cocktail that makes it spectacular. And it's the same thing with, you know, someone who makes good barbecue mm-hmm. or knows how to cook a steak properly. Yeah. It's it's a craft, and you have to have a feel and a taste for it. You know, I, know, I rarely see a good chef cooking a steak who, like, you know, sticks a thermometer in it. And they usually just touch. They know how, right. whether it's rare, medium, rare, medium, or otherwise, just by the look and feel of the steak. The feel for it. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean... You, the more you do it, the better you get at it. Um, and there's all this training now. Like if you go to these, uh, USBG does a lot of training. Well, they'll just talk to you about the most random, diff- I mean, like uh, like liqueurs and cordials. You know, they're not just talking about the base liquor mm-hmm. anymore. Yeah. They're talking about all of it and how they compare. So there's constant training. And if you are really into it, there's so many options to you. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I encourage anyone to, to join the USBG and go to these events and learn about these different spirits. But, you know, again, if you if you have a good palate, you can do those things. You just have to have a passion mm-hmm. for it. All right. Mr. Hospitality, what uh, what are your three rules for uh, bar patronage? If I'm a customer, uh, what uh, what makes for a good night for, uh, for the bar? Uh, know what you want when you get to the bar. Number one. Uh... Don't make any of the mistakes of saying, make it strong. What do you like? What's your favorite shot? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, there's the basics. I mean, uh, I feel like that comes more from uh, people who don't go out very often. Those are the uh, the rookies. But, I mean, just be patient, be polite. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's really, really simple. I mean, if you... If you're a, a complete pain in the the the, the behind, um, mm-hmm. make sure you tip accordingly. Mm-hmm. And uh, otherwise, you might get a coaster uh, tossed at your nose. <laughs> well, if, if you uh, if you order a drink and we're slammed, and then uh, you immediately turn around and start having a conversation, and I'm trying to get your money or your payment, <laughs> while there are literally 20 other people staring at me for a drink, uh-huh. you're probably gonna you know I'm probably gonna throw something yeah, at you get your attention. Your yeah, it's like I'm like. <laughs> hey, let's keep it going. Yeah, man. Yeah. Well, good stuff. <laughs> yeah, uh, man. Like the <laughs> Shout out to Joe. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, man. All right. Love to have you back on again, yes, Mr. Sir. Hospitality. <laughs> Thank you. Hey, if you enjoyed this episode of the United States of Oklahoma, please subscribe on your favorite podcast publishing platform, Triple P, man, and share with your friends. And if you want to keep up with the latest news in Oklahoma, pick up a digital subscription at Oklahoman.com, where you will get unparalleled coverage of Sooner State politics, sports, breaking news, business, crime and courts, food, music, religion, and a whole lot more, including some of the best photojournalism around. All for $9.99 a month. 